Happy Birthday, Mr. President is a production of Big Four Enterprises, copyright 2019. I'm your host, Jeff Myers. My co-host is Carissa Slate. Our creative director is Shelby Myers, and our senior writer is Evan Myers. This is Happy Birthday, Mr. President. Carissa, you know when you're telling a good story about something that you really need to have like a hook. Yeah. yeah. It kind of gets people's attention mm -hmm. and everything. Well, today's the 237th birthday of Martin Van Buren mm -hmm. and the hook. Uh-huh. He was born near Kinderhook, New York. Kinderhook. Ah. Oh. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I got. That's super interesting. A name like Martin Van Buren, I don't, was he a president or was he an insurance yeah. salesman? Did he go by Marty? I bet his friends called him Marty. Yeah. Yeah. But Seems like a good nickname. Martin Van Buren is one of those presidents that you don't really hear a whole lot about. And I think that's probably one of the things I like about our podcast is because we're celebrating the birthdays of all the presidents. Mm -hmm. The famous ones, the obscure ones, and I have to think that Marty Van Buren, I'm sorry, Martin Van Buren. Mar <laughs> Well, Van Buren was the first American-born president. Okay. And you have to think about this. He was the eighth president of the United States, mm -hmm. born in 1782. The previous seven presidents were all British subjects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because the American Revolution mm -hmm. happened, and they were British subjects. Mm -hmm. so, but Martin Van Buren was the first American-born president. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah. A lot of people think that he was probably he was born left-handed. This is this is a strange story. They think he was born left-handed. He most likely was born left-handed, but his schoolmasters thought he was a witch. <laughs> so they He's would a witch. they would beat his <gasps> hand with a cane to teach him to write really? with his right hand. Yeah, and some of the scholars say that if you look at his writing, you can tell that it didn't look like it was his natural. So he wrote hand. with his right hand. Well, he because he had the left beat out of him. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Poor guy. Wow. Poor Marty. Yeah. And one of the other things I like to find out about presidents is some distinction that each of them has, because a lot of them, you know, there's they're the only president that you know such and such. Like mm -hmm. Martin Van Buren was the first American-born. He was also the first president, only actually the only president whose mm -hmm. first language wasn't English. Really. It was Dutch. Okay. His first American who doesn't speak English. So he English as a second yeah, language. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> English as a second language. Yes. Yeah, he that's what speak. your brother teaches, isn't it? It is. At yeah. Jeff High School. Yeah, his e Spanish Evan, is getting pretty darn good. He is. Uh -huh. Evans, our senior writer. Yeah. And uh, we'd like to always throw a shout, shout out, Evan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but maybe Marty would have been one of Evans' students in school. Probably. And Evan might be teaching the second president, who. Is English as a second language right now. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. I don't think Evan, though, would have beat him his probably, hand with a cane. Probably not. But he probably would have shown, put him shown in a chokehold. Put him in a chokehold <laughs> and how to do a takedown. So. <laughs> well, Marty's dad, now you've got me calling him Marty. We're on a first name basis. So. Marty's dad owned a tavern on mm -hmm. the road between New York City and Albany, New York. And there were a couple of guys that used to hang out there that uh, a lot of people know who they are. Alexander Hamilton okay. and Aaron Burr. Uh -huh. yeah, so they'd come into his dad's tavern, and that's really where Martin kind of got his first inkling into politics and stories because uh, Alexander Hamilton and Aaron Burr. Yeah. I mean, come on That's now. who he was hanging yeah. around. 
Yeah. And back then, too, uh, he didn't really go to school officially. He went, he, he did, he had teachers and things, but um, he started studying law when he was 14 years old. <laughs> 14. Yeah, so he kind of left school yeah. and then went to uh, study law under, I guess, a lawyer. Okay. And he gave his first summation before a jury when he was 16 years, 15 years old. Really? 15 years old. And he's arguing a case in front of a jury. Huh. And then he studied law for about six years, and he passed the bar when he was 20 years old. Wow. So kind of like some of these other presidents yes. that became lawyers. They were just really young, young and they they started practicing uh, law at a very young age. Yeah. But uh, he did marry uh, a girl named Hannah. Wasn't it like Hannah Ho? <laughs> Hannah, yeah, it was Hannah Ho's. Ho or Hannah Ho, Hannah yeah, Ho's. It's kind of unfortunate. That for is an name, unfortunate name. Everything, but they got married on February twenty first, eighteen oh seven, in uh, Catskill, New York. Now, now we're uh, he and Hannah. Did they know each other before they got married? Where are you going with this, <laughs> Carissa? I think I think there might have been some close relation. I think they were cousins. Mm-hmm. I don't know how close. I think it was actually his first cousin's daughter. Okay. I'm pretty sure. That would be his first cousin once removed, right? Okay, yeah. Apparently that wasn't against the law in New York back then. No. Which, hey. I wonder if they honeymooned in the Catskills. (laughs) Because they were married in Catskill, New York. Well, they had four sons. Uh And it was really sad. uh, After they were married, Hannah died 12 years later of tuberculosis. Oh, that is sad. Now, you're a doctor, right? <laughs> I'm a doctor. <laughs> what is tuberculosis? Is that tuberculosis a... is a nasty lung disease. A lung disease. Yeah. yeah. And, and anybody in healthcare gets annual checkups for tuberculosis. Oh, okay. So, which, that's a different story. It's do they call that TB? TB testing, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Do you think back then the doctors would have bled her to... <laughs> they probably would have <laughs> like made her eat leeches or something. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's really sad because they were married for just 12 years and she died. He yeah. never remarried. Oh, he never okay. remarried. So this is well before he was, you know, even thinking about being president of the United yeah. States. So there was no first lady? No, there was not. Hmm. At, well, at the, at the time. But um, he did have a hostess. Uh, I'll, I'll tell, tell a little bit more about that later. Okay. Um, but he did get involved in politics locally. And he was one of the founders of one of the, America's first political machines. Mm-hmm. And it was called the Albany Regency. So Albany, New York. He was, okay, yeah. he was very big into uh, local politics. And he had this nickname. He was called the Little Magician mm-hmm. because he manipulated and masterminded elections in New York. Oh. Yeah, he was kind of a crooked kind of guy. Oh. And, well, maybe it was because he was caught up in the political machine. Yeah. And, uh, but what this Albany Regency did is they controlled New York government and they put friends and family in important positions of mm, power. Yeah. So, yeah. Just a so crooked. he had his cronies and everything. He did go into the U.S. Senate and he was a very big supporter of Andrew Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Jackson uh, was president. And he got elected governor of New York. Mm-hmm. Martin Van Buren I'm talking about. Not Andrew Jackson, yeah. but Martin Van Buren. He was governor for a, 
about three months because Andrew Jackson said, Hey, Marty, come on over and be my Secretary of State. Ah, so he yeah. kicked so, the governor's position. Uh, and at, like he did when he was with the Albany Regency, he rewarded his support supporters with cushy government jobs. Yeah. So that's what they call the, the spoil system. Mm-hmm. And well, during Jackson's administration, so yeah, he's the Secretary of State, and he got appointed uh, to a ambassador of Great Britain. Okay. Yeah. So now if you think about this for a second, so we're talking, you know, the 1820s and Great Britain, that's the country that we said, we don't want to be part of you. Yeah. King George wrote the Declaration of Independence and said, you know, we're going to be our own independent nation. Yeah. So Marty goes over there. Well, he is enamored with royalty. Oh. And so he struts around and likes to wear nice clothes, and he just gets all caught up in the regalness and, yeah. and of royalty. Well, while he's in England, the Senate uh, rejected his appointment as ambassador to Great Britain, oh. so he had to come home. Oh. And so, you know, Andrew Jackson said, I'm going to make you my vice president. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he, yeah. So, he Martin Van Buren was right in the politics. He had, he had friends. He had enemies. Mm-hmm. He, he was a, a big advisor to Andrew Jackson. So, mm-hmm. Jackson was loyal to Marty and made him his vice president. Yeah. Well, at this juncture in our show, I just wanted to pause a little bit. And I, I think we need to thank our listeners because the response has been just beyond our expectations. You know, we've got, that may not sound like a big number. We've got over 250 listeners. Woo-hoo. And we've also got listeners around the world. Global. We're global. So just some of the places that mm-hmm. uh, I know we have listeners, Switzerland. Okay. Germany, France, Canada, Ireland, Vietnam and Colombia. Now we Hey Kata. Hey Kata. We know who who it is in Colombia who's listening. So hey Kata, I hope you're listening. Miss you. iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play now for you Android users out there. So just a big thanks to all of our listeners. Well, we'll get back to talking about Martin Van Buren. So it was the election of 1836, and he was the eighth president of the United mm-hmm. States. And he took the oath of office on March 4th, 1837, and he was 54 years old. Okay. So that's how old Martin Van Buren was when he uh, became president. Now, at his inauguration, this was the first one where the outgoing president, which so was Andrew Jackson, and the incoming president, Martin Van Buren, rode in the same carriage together. And that's really a tradition that continues today. Yeah. So this started with Martin Van Buren. Cool. He wasn't really tall. He's only about five foot six inches tall. Okay. But he loved fancy parties and fancy clothes. Yeah. Going back to what I was talking earlier he about to going into England. Yeah. He probably wanted to be king. Yeah. yeah. And he redecorated the White House. Uh, and he spent the equivalent of about a half a million dollars <gasps> redecorating oh. the White House. Half a million in today's dollars. And with no no woman's input. No, but it was in, influenced by his time in, in 
England and his obsession with royalty. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of the fact that he was a widower, his son did get married to a young lady named Angelica, mm-hmm. Angelica Van Buren. So his daughter-in-law, she served as the White House hostess since oh, okay. he was a widower. And it was said that before uh, she was brought in as hostess of the White House, the parties were kind of dull, but she really livened them up. Yeah. So, yeah. So Abigail, or I'm sorry, Angelica was the uh, hostess in the White House. Now, we were talking about his fancy clothes and everything. There was a congressman whose name was Davy Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know Davy Crockett was a congressman? No, I didn't. Yeah, know he that. was a congressman. Well, he said that Martin would uh, walk around laced up in corsets such as a woman would wear. It'd be difficult to say from his personal appearance whether he was a man or a woman. Oh, really? <laughs> Scandalous. Scandalous back then, uh, yeah. So Davy Crockett, yeah. Oh. Well, we have to think about some of the things that happened during his presidency and. Uh, one of those was short. He was inaugurated in March of 1837, and very shortly after, it was called the Panic of 1837, and okay. that's when the economy collapsed, collapsed, and the country went into a depression. Oh, okay. And one of the drivers of that was that uh, it was actually Andrew Jackson who had implemented this. That when the United States was expanding and purchasing land and everything, well, he said we're going to start purchasing it with gold and silver. Yeah. Not cash. And so, hmm. and he blamed the bankers oh. for the, for the yeah. collapse. So, but it was Martin Van Buren that kind of inherited this. Oh. Well, the, yeah, the panic happened when Van Buren uh, became president. So yeah. it was the uh, economic collapse. Now, would you ever imagine the United States going to war with Canada? No. It doesn't seem possible, does it? No. Well, back in that time, there was a boundary dispute between Maine and New Brunswick. Oh. Because the boundary had yeah. never been drawn, determined. And there were, uh, up there's a lot of timber land. Uh-huh. And so the loggers, well, you know, the American loggers wanted the land and the Canadian loggers wanted yeah. the land. And they just about came to uh, violence really? over this. So the United States almost went to war with Canada. Over Maine. Over Maine, exactly. So. Uh, Van Buren did send uh, troops up there to wow. calm the situation down. So, yeah. Huh. I, that's one of those things I never knew the United yeah. States about went to war with Canada. Um, another thing that was noted about Van Buren's uh, presidency was, and this again started with Andrew Jackson, it was called the Trail of Tears. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's where the, uh, it was the United States was uh, removing Native American yeah. Indians primarily Cherokee, Seminoles from North Carolina, Georgia, and Tennessee, and they moved them out to reservations on, in Oklahoma. Yeah. And uh, the reason they called it the Trail of Tears is because I, I think the number was around 15,000 that they moved out. Well, 4,000 of them died yeah. on the way there. Yeah, so. it was awful. Well, and if you heard, um, or they, they said that when Andrew Jackson would talk about it, he would paint it in this light that all of the Native Americans were totally fine with it and there was no upset and it was a great thing so the public yeah. the public thought it was a great thing and they didn't realize all the violence yeah. and all the terrible stuff that happened it's a it's a sad mm-hmm. sad part of our history but i think again like we always say it's important to understand yeah. our history mm-hmm. because the decision that that these leaders made uh, are part of our our country's history and 
some decisions are good, some decisions are bad. Mm -hmm. I think most people would probably put that in the bad category. Yeah, Yeah, because it certainly wasn't good. And one of the other big issues of the day was uh, was Texas. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the thing about Texas, so it was the Republic of Texas. So it was essentially its own country. Yeah. And... There was talk about annexing Texas into the United States, but the thing was is that if, if they did come to the United States, there were two things. One, it would be a slave state, mm. and secondly, Mexico would go to war. So we know how that story yeah. kind of played out. So that was just one of those topics that Martin Van Buren just kind of stayed away from. So if you look at his presidency overall, it was kind of, eh, eh, you yeah. know. He, he really didn't do any. I think he he more wanted to be president than actually, than actually do anything, do anything as president. president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably thought he was, was king. Yeah. So one of the other interesting things that he did, so instead of being paid annually as president, he, the annual salary was $25,000 a year to be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, he didn't get paid annually. He took his pay as a lump sum at the end of his term. Oh. Yeah, so he got one paycheck. After huh. four years in office. So he served one term. And he lost the election of 1840 mm-hmm. to William Henry Harrison in large part because of the economy. Yeah. So he wasn't the first and only president to lose an election because of the economy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. other presidents, even in recent times, have done that. Yep. Well, he retired from office and he went back to his home in New York and he started remodeling a house that he had bought. So I don't think there was HGTV back then, <laughs> but Chip and JoJo. Chip and JoJo may yeah. have maybe their ancestors were maybe, in yeah. New York, you know, and they helped him. But mm-hmm. well, he had been in politics for so long that he just kind of got the inkling again. So he ran in the election of 1848, but as a third party candidate for the what was called the Free Soil Party. Okay, I don't know what the Free Soil Party was, quite honestly. It didn't but last long. It was. Uh, there was the Democrat Party, there was the Whig Party, there was the this Free Soil Party, and there were some things that kind of morphed into now what we have, Democrats and Republicans, okay. so uh, those early days. But it really set a precedent for being a third-party candidate, and mm-hmm. it took away votes from uh, the Democrat candidate, because mm-hmm. William Henry Harrison was a Whig, and okay. so, uh, well, that was in 1840, uh, but the 1848 election, he ran as a... As a as an independent. Yeah. He did vote for uh, this one guy in 1860 whose name was Abraham Lincoln. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, uh, and there's another story that he was, uh, Martin was in uh, up near Chicago, and he was in, this was after he was president, and he was invited to a house, and they went in and were telling stories, and there was this other, this other guy that was invited in who was known, you know, far and wide for being a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Abraham Lincoln. Oh. So, so that's where he met him, and he did um, support him in the election of uh, 1860. But I think the thing that uh, really sums up Van Buren's presidency is a quote that he said himself, and this is what he said. As to the presidency, the two happiest days of my life were those of my entrance upon the office and my surrender of it. Oh. <laughs> so it's kind of like, he liked up. the party. He liked the party. Yeah. But uh, it, it's a very hard job. So yeah. I guess what he's saying is kind of like having a boat. Yeah. The two happiest days yeah. of having a boat is the day you buy it and the day you sell it. So so he, he was just, we'll say, he was just okay as a president? He was just okay, okay. as a president. Where'd you 
Get that word. Okay. Okay. So you know where the word okay came from? I don't. Where did that come from? You do. Don't lie. You know everything about I want you to, I want you to tell me about it, though. It, it became popular when he was running for president. For Stood for Old Kinderhook. Old Kinderhook. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Old Kinderhook. <laughs> well, speaking of Kinderhook, he died on July 24th, 1862, and he was 79 years old yeah. in Kinderhook, New York. And that's where he was buried. So... Well, this is the day, December 5th, we're celebrating Martin Van Buren's 217th, 237th birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mr. President. President. Well, thanks for listening, and we hope you'll uh, join us for our next episode, which we're going to have two birthdays later in December. December 28th is Woodrow Wilson, and December 29th is Andrew Johnson. So we hope you'll join us for those. Music